Skitter. Skitter. Skitter pal meow meow. Welcome to the plug with Bushy, Sand in the Mountain Man. Welcome to the plug with Bushy, Sand in the Mountain Man. Hey, and welcome to the plug with Bushy, Sin and the Mountain Man, episode 31. Can't believe we're still trucking along like that. Mountain Man, how you doing? Skitter pal, meow meow. By God, I cannot complain. Uh, Merry freaking Christmas, almost. Oh, Woo-hoo! it's getting close. It's getting close. Sin, what about you, brother? Bye, motherfucking humbug. Happy Turkey Day. Fuck Christmas. We haven't even had turkey or ham yet, man. You guys are fucking sitting here. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah, uh, those are... Those are the ho- those are the hoes that are working over at Little Darlings. Just want to give them a nice proper shout out for the lap dances they gave me this weekend. Jesus Christ, it's a good thing this isn't a family show. Right, right. And mind you, Little Darlings is an all new establishment. Thank you very much. Very rare nowadays in Vegas because of the uh, laws and stuff. But uh, one of the very few that we have here in town that bears all. Just well, don't just shoots down our uh, degradation of women episode right into the toilet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Completely down. Sorry. All right. Bob. Yeah. So I I know it's not Thanksgiving yet, but as we're recording that, that is tomorrow, and um, I don't give a shit. I get turkey all year long. So you know, Thanksgiving, all I give a damn about is the parade, and I only care about the Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade because I want to get to the end, because when I see Santa Claus. I lose my shit. Mm. I am happy once Santa Claus comes on. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, man, that that parade, I love to watch it. I love those stupid balloons. I like cooking a turkey in the oven. But what I want to see is Santa Claus. Once I see Santa Claus, I know that it's officially that time of year. But I would be good with Christmas all year long. Oh, I 100% agree. Shit, they start celebrating Christmas up here in the mountains freaking before Halloween. Oh, that's a beautiful thing. This is the first year I've not had my tree up in a while before Halloween, and I'm a little upset by it. Ah, I got you fuckers beat. I've had that up all fucking year. Now, if that ain't redneck, I'll kiss your ass. <laughs> that, is, that is true. I know it's been a short one, but uh, Mountain Man, how's your week? Oh, Lord have mercy. Uh... Uh, mountain baby growing like a damn weed. He's already fully about completely walking, scaring the shit out of me and Jessica because we'll turn her head, see him one minute, turn back around two seconds later, and he's all the way fucking across the living room. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Normal stuff at work. Yada, da, this and that. 
Jessica didn't dislocate my toe this week. <coughs> so, yeah, my wife ain't being mean to me now. No. <laughs> uh, it's been a, been a pretty good awesome week so far. Uh, got my schedule for the month of December. Uh, very tickled to death because first time in over... Me and Jessica's been together over seven years now. We'll be married uh, seven years, uh, May 5th of next year. But this is the first time I've got in that long, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, both all in the same year. So I'm very tickled to death and happy for that. Especially for it being DJ's, I guess you could say, really official first Christmas. Because last year... Yeah, we were home a little bit, but with him, when he uh, was born, being sick and stuff, and uh, Jessica being sick, it kind of really, really tempered the Christmas spirit a little bit last year. But this year, oh my God, we've gone full swing. We're tickled to death. Sin? Daddy. Sin, what about you? How was your week? Uh, sh- uh, well, you wasn't here for the last episode because of, and I can't believe I'm going to say this, work. But. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, work, work, work. <laughs> Dude, you, I hope you listened to the last episode, because every time we said work, we were still in utter shock. As long as we've known you, you've never worked. Yeah, no, never worked. I uh, actually picked up a little part-time, under-the-table job, uh, helping this nice, ugly couple that runs a liquor smoke shop up here. Their, their store is out of whack. Whoever was in charge of rotating their... Their goods, their stock, whatever the hell you want to call it, it's out of whack that I'm still well, five days in right now, still working on it, trying to put it back together. And uh, it's a slow process. But, yeah, she uh, asked me the other day about a TAM card and a health card and stuff. I'm like, uh, purpose of that, if I'm working under the table, she goes, I was going to plan on hiring you uh, full time. So I was like. Oh, no, I was like, I can't do full-time. I was like, that's that's not even going to be even the top of the discussion. I was like, huh, I make too much money. We got problems, especially if I'm getting paid by the books. I was like, yeah, that's that's not going to work. I'll keep my under-the-table shit. So. But, yeah, other than that, um, I got to uh, I got to go out Saturday night for the first time and uh, got to see. I, I'll, I'll put it this way, too, to keep the uh, the women's episode uh to a t i'm gonna just say i went and saw some entertainment here vegas style so um other than that uh mom's all right um she's still um a little bit under the weather uh haven't been able to catch a couple of my fellow dj uh shows at this uh that metal station.com uh last show i caught was bushy by the way brother great great radio show sunday night that that was Um, so much fun Yes, it was. And uh, in case you guys missed it, yeah, in case you guys missed it, let, let's put it this way. Bushy played everything from country music to disco to freaking rock to uh, blues to, I hell, I even think he threw in some Elvis in there somewhere along the line. But it, it was a great time, all for a great cause. Mission Music, make sure you check them out, missionmusicnow.org. And uh, yeah, man, but, uh, Bush, what about your week, brother? That's pretty much mine. It uh, it hasn't been bad. Um, uh, it's been weird. Uh, that that show Sunday night was the most fun I've had as a DJ, which also um, makes me question things, because uh, playing that eclectic blend of music was an absolute blast. Um, but it also freshened things up a little bit, so it won't be so bad going in next week, knowing I have to stick to format. 
Um, I did hear back from the local FM radio station. Uh, they are not currently hiring, but to uh, send another sound bit, I guess, another audio tape, so to speak, an audition tape, um, after the first of the year. So guess which one I'm going to use. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that right, was cool. Not. I mean, they took the time to listen to my stuff, and they're just not hiring right now. Um, I was told that if anything opens up, I'm top of the list, which is outstanding. Maybe I can get paid to do it. Um, and I'll, have to, I'll be able to do a different kind of show because it's uh, you know terrestrial radio. Um, I'll have to watch my language, which is going to be something new. But we'll see. Give me three hours a week. <laughs> That's hilarious. FCC. Uh, no, it'll it'll be okay. Um, <laughs> I've had that. You know, I I have to work professionally too. So. Hey, uh, hey, mountain man, mountain man. I'm I'm gonna give the over under on that. Um, I'm gonna say two commercial breaks. I'll I'll say two commercial breaks before we hear f bomb on there. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> um, I had to work Monday. At that second job. I'm really not a fan of that second job. I don't understand these kids. Um, I don't understand what they talk about. I don't understand what they care about. I don't understand them standing around this store, pressing the fart button over and over and over again, and laughing hysterically. I, I don't understand that. That's that's not my kind of humor, I guess. But, you know, it's a few extra bucks every week, so I stick with it. I had to work Tuesday at my regular job, my full-time job, which is different. It sucked because uh, I got out of work at 9.30 on uh, Monday. I didn't even see sleep until just before midnight. It had to be up at 4 o'clock in the morning. Yesterday was a rough day. And uh, here we are. Crazy. So, like, now, now, I will admit, and I'll throw out there myself, that, that Mission Music thing was awesome. There was one point that I somewhat accomplished my mission of trying to screw over your show. You actually told me you hated me. And that right there made my night because I threw out freaking Mexican music. Mm. It's not about the Mexican music. It's about that song in particular. And I (laughs) I have to explain myself, okay? When I was in the Army, all of us medics would go out together. That's what you do. You know, they're your brothers. That's who you go out with. And we always went to dance clubs. Now, I'm a headbanger, but I got to where I liked a lot of the dance music of the 90s. You know, we're talking 96 here. Every one of us hated that fucking stupid Macarena. All those idiots with their... You put your arm down and you're going to flip it over and then touch yourself and then touch your ass and spin around. Hated it. We would actually turn our backs to the dance floor. That was our way of saying fuck you. We would turn our backs to it. So when you said that shit, I was like, you dirty cocksucker. (laughs) I accomplished something, so I... As much music, and I didn't even get to play all my tickets. That was the funny part. I nice. I, I had full plans of actually fully taking over your show, but because of Sarah Guilty and everybody being there, I, I kind of couldn't. But and you kept on saying, uh, and I, I was sitting there thinking about it as well. You was like, you can pl- uh, get metal played for free. Yes, that is true, but at the same time. If I wanted to run a whole block that I wanted to hear what I wanted to hear, motherfucker, that's why I picked it. <laughs> so, ha! <laughs> that, is, that is very true. But that's kind of what I was saying all weekend when I would stop in their chat rooms and I'm hearing metal. You know, this request goes out to, you know, and ticket number and metal. I'm like, hey, you get that for free. Request it on any other week. 
you, if you're if you're doing this for charity, why not have fun? And right. um, I I think it was a great success. I know that between donations to the page, um, and uh, requests, because we raised over four hundred dollars in request money alone. Right, and, I and uh, hit almost five hundred with uh, donations to the site itself. It's not bad for a weekend yeah. from a small-time uh, internet radio station. No, definitely not, man. And I, I and I, and I think guilty. Scott Green caught on to something there, so like the next time we have a charity event, you already know what's going to happen. Well, I so. had said this is something we should do quarterly anyway. It, um. It breaks up the monotony. The DJs get to have fun with each other, you know, because I was sweating all night. I was going to hear some growly cookie monster shit, you know, and <laughs> I got lucky. Didn't have to. So that, that was awesome. But it was for a great cause. I'd have played it anyway. And I think I made that very clear on the show. It was a good time. Mm-hmm. Definitely a good time. But all right. I think it's time for some music so that we could get into our topic. And, mm-hmm. uh, Let's see. Bushy, why don't you pick since you have the songs pretty much are set. My, my songs are not set up for the holiday season. I can tell you right that. Spoiler alert. So, yes, let our gracious general MC Bushy go ahead and lead this block off with what he's got. Yeah, I'll go ahead and do that. Uh, Trans-Siberian Orchestra, Christmas Eve, Sarajevo. <laughs>
that song, the fucking guitar rips on. Oh my god, I love that shit. Yeah, very, very awesome choice. Yes. You said Sarajevo. Uh, Sarajevo. Yes, wasn't sir. that wasn't that covered by? Forgive me because I'd never heard that version of the song, but I know you too, the Irish rock band. Fuck you too. Has the same uh same uh titled song. Is that the same like cover or is that like a totally different thing? Because you're gonna totally have to send different. that. Totally different. Yeah. This is um. It's almost for a cover of Carol of the Bells, to be honest with you, but uh, that's ah, badass. You'll get it on the listen back. Good stuff. Gotcha, gotcha. Cool. So speaking of Christmas here, what's going on, man? Like, what you guys got planned this year for Christmas? Oh, no, that's a later episode. See, this is what happens when you don't show up to work, sir. When you don't show up to work, you don't know what's going on. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. but see, we're still confused. He actually got a fucking job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, it throws us off a little bit. A little mm-hmm. bit? Fuck, what you mean a little bit? That throws us the fuck off a lot. Hey. <laughs> we're discussing now. Now, what's going to be going on over the next several weeks here at The Plug with Bushy Sid and the Mountain Man is uh, Sid got outvoted without even being able to cast a fucking ballot, okay? Um. Bushy and the Mountain Man were talking after the episode last week, and we realized we are on full Christmas hard drive right now. So for the next several weeks, every episode is going to be Christmas-themed. Hope you stick around for it. I love Christmas. It's my favorite time of year. It seems to me that people are generally, generally a lot nicer, as long as you're not shopping. Shopping gets a little crazy. I start saying until Friday the 13th. Yeah, yeah, right. Friday the 13th. They're generally a lot nicer to each other. It's a happier season. I live in the north, so we should be getting snow. I've had snow. The snow melted. We got a little more. It melted again. So I, I, I love this time of year. We thought we would open up the season of Christmas here at The Plug, discussing our uh, top five Christmas films of all time not christmas specials which is also going to be an upcoming episode and that's good that's actually going to be harder for me uh to do the christmas specials than the um christmas films because uh, there's so many specials i like to watch that might but be one of our segments that's a top 10 we may have to go top 10 on that one i'm not going to edit in the music on that though uh Remember when I did the top 10 uh, TV shows and such? I always put the theme music. That's not going to happen on that one. Putting 30 songs in is a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, it is a magical time of year. I love Christmas movies. They're they're like one of my favorite things. They always make me happy, even if it's not a happy movie. But I wanted to know, you guys, top five all-time favorite Christmas movies... Number five, Mountain Man. This one goes back to whenever I was really, really little. Before this actor turned into a freaking drug addict moron that he is today. But him as a youngin playing in this role for three movies straight. Every Christmas back to back. Very, very good comedy. Very, very good uh, inspirational movie about family. Every single one of them, one through three, I'm not going to pick one in particular, but the Home Alone movies. Oh, you're 
fucking wrong because one is the best. <laughs> yes, one is the best, but all three, three was not the... Macaulay Culkin. I, exactly. I, I, I was going to say Macaulay there. Culkin wasn't three. It was some little redhead boy who's not even yeah. acting no more. Yeah. Well, either way, all three of them tied together. It, right. it made for a great, great three-part movie that was just fantastic. I agree, yes. The first one was good. In my opinion, though, I like the second one in the, at that abandoned building. I'm sorry. Him getting electrocuted uh, by touching a fucking sink and uh, just flashing back and forth uh, uh, in between a skeleton and himself was just fucking hilarious. I'm sorry. That Every is time funny. I, I laugh so hard till I about piss myself. You know what I find funniest out of either of those? And I haven't even bothered to watch the third one because I liked little Macaulay Culkin in those movies. It goes back to the first one. What he puts that tarantula on that dude's face. Oh, fuck that part. That scream that that guy yells out is the purest terror I have ever heard. Now, all your little scream queens and every one of these horror movies needs to take a lesson from that guy. Because that was terror. And I laugh hysterically at that. Everything about it. I love Joe Pesci anyway. You can't go wrong with Joe Pesci. No. It, absolute classic movie. You're absolutely right. Uh, I, I can't believe that didn't make my list for honorable mentions. But I tell you what, that's a good choice. Sid, number five. My number five, I knew that shit was going to happen. So I had a number five as an open available slot because my number five was actually just the Home Alone movie. But because Mountain nice. Man was so gracious to lead off the block. I'm gonna oh, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. Me and Sin had a matching subject? We had. We had. Holy but shit. My number five, my number five, because, see, I had three sitting at number five, just in case any one of you guys were going to, like, step, step. So, my number five actually isn't a Christmas-based movie, but it was shot during Christmas season, or it was appeared to make it look that way. Involves little Andy wanting this little good guy doll from his mommy. And come to find out that this little good guy doll was possessed by Charles Lee Ray. And I'm talking of the original. Yeah, No, it was Christmas season. But yeah, it was his birthday as well. But she got it as a Christmas gift. Because if you look at it, the whole thing was shot around Christmas. I am talking. It's been so long since I saw that original film that uh, I didn't mean to cut you off. I could have sworn it was a birthday gift, but either way, yeah, go ahead. No, it is a birthday gift, but it was also shot during the Christmas season. (laughs) Child's Play. Yes, the original Child's Play. The one shot. The only one. I'm going on the record right now. The only one of those movies that was worth a damn. Exactly. That movie. I have to I have to tell you, Sid, um, I don't know that I would call it a Christmas film, uh, <laughs> but I like where you're going with it. But I will say, that movie did scare the shit out of me, up until the woman's holding him up in the air, saying he, he, he needs to speak right now or he's going to, you know, she's going to throw him in the fire. And he's like, you bitch, you slut, you ought to mm-hmm. fuck with me. It starts freaking out. I was sitting there because... Christ, that was the 80s, man. So I think I came out when I was 10 or 11. That scared the hell out of me. Right. <laughs> Didn't scare me the way The Exorcist still scares me. <laughs> but that one scared me. The rest of them, I was like, oh, here we go again. The little walking doll that wants to stab you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, the, it was a great creation right there by Dan Mancini. I believe that's the, the creator's name of the actual 
Chucky doll concept and movie, but it was a great idea. I mean, the last, you got to think about it, too. He's been around, and you, you and me both know, Bushy, that once Hollywood finds something, they want to milk the cash cow by any means Hence necessary. Another Saw movie coming out. Fuck that. They Jigs- should have stopped at one. But yep, yeah, Jigsaw. Ahead. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, my my number five will be Child's Play. Not a Christmas movie, I know, but hey, like I said, I wasn't going to pick your typical Christmas movies. I was going to. just make- doesn't like to follow the fucking rules. That's his problem. No, actually, to be honest with you, I'll explain before this episode continues. Uh, it's a very bad time of the year for me. It's not that I'm against christmas but i always ask for the same thing every christmas either to dream of it or to actually wake up from it and it be true and i'm still waiting 26 years later so that's it's not a holiday season for me the kids yes me it's like and it's just another fucking day so all right my number five I was fixing to say, please hurry up, because my Christmas spirit went from in. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm not sure that's going to make the cutting room floor. <laughs> we don't need a doubter episode here. <laughs> my number five harkens all the way back to 1946. Great film about a guy who's just miserable with everything going on, and he just, he wishes he had never been born. And lo and behold, he gets that wish and finds out. That's really not what he wants. I'm talking about the great classic film, It's a Wonderful Life. And the greatest line from that movie, every time you hear a jingle bell, an angel gets its wings. Classic, classic film. Love it. I hadn't seen that one in a while. I'm definitely going to have to uh, check that one back out again. But a very good choice. Very, very damn good oh, choice. It's, it's outstanding. And, I, and it's one of those that I watch every year. It'll be on one of these cable channels. Flip the dial, man. You will find it. It's on. All right. Definitely. It'll probably be, it'll probably be on AMC or TBS. It'll definitely make it number there. Or be over there. So, about bad started Sid, number four. Number four, I want to say is probably the worst Christmas movie I've ever seen. Um, and to come to think about it, it has one of my favorite comedian actors. Um, but I don't know what the concept was. Luckily, I saw this movie stoned off my ass with my baby's mom. Um, talking of Jim Carrey's The Grinch, which was basically... If you guys remember The Grinch Who Stole Christmas by Dr. Seuss, they tried to make it like a real-life movie. That movie, to me, I just I couldn't get into it. Uh, I, I felt like they went away from the book a little bit on how you know he stole Christmas. Jim Carrey had to be on drugs to do that because his acting was not what I expected. Not even his jokes were not even on point. Um... And, and by far, I mean, it's – I can't watch that movie sober. I have to be either stoned or drunk or really bored to watch it. But it did make my number four, but just because of the costume uh, that they had in there. The costume was definitely the Grinch and uh, all those little Grinch minions or whatever the hell you want to call them in the movie. I would say those number four would be – Whoville and Mountain Man, help me. Back me up. <laughs> Get yep. motherfuckers uh, out of his mind. 
<laughs> actually, you want to know a little history lesson that I learned from our last episode, actually from Bushy, about uh, that movie, Sin? What's that? You know Sin, uh, the little girl that played Cindy Lou Who? Mm-mm. Like I said, the only person I recognized in that movie was Jim Carrey. Well, go back yeah. into it and look at the girl, little girl that played her. Do you know uh, the, the pretty reckless? I've had him requested once or twice on my show, but that's about it. Oh, Taylor well, she, is hot. she is the lead singer of the pretty reckless. Oh, I'm gonna have to go back and check that out then. Like I said, yeah, make sure. Compare the two, you're gonna be like, "Holy fuck, I need to watch this again." Yeah, I'm gonna have to go and uh, smoke, get get some pharmaceutical goods from my no, connection, no, and then story. watch that it. That movie was so brilliantly done. Jim Carrey portraying the Grinch was amazing. He nailed that character. He nailed every little mannerism in the animated version from the 1950s with Boris Karloff there. He nailed. It was an amazing feat. Of course they're going to deviate from the story. The story is only like eight pages long. It was for children. I Mm -hmm. love how they updated it. They did a much better job with the Grinch than they did with the Cat in the Hat. The Cat in the Hat was way too sexual oriented for kids. The Grinch was not that way. I think they kept true to the spirit of that original cartoon. I loved it. You're wrong. I can't believe you say that movie sucks. <laughs> just, yeah, I'm not, I'm not. Oh my god, I'm ready to like reach through this fucking microphone right now. <laughs> but it didn't make my list. <laughs> my number four is from 1951 there have been several versions of this um i really struggle because there's a disney version of this film a lot where jim carrey was in it that was just amazing but this one still scares me and that is 1951's a christmas carol with the <coughs> late great alistair sim playing Ebenezer Scrooge. He was so creepy looking that it's even to this day it scares me. And it, it doesn't matter if they have it in black and white or if they colorize it. That one scares me. There's something ever so creepy about that particular version of A Christmas Carol. I like the George C. Scott version. Like I said, I love the Disney 3D version that Jim Carrey did. It, that, that was absolutely amazing and probably the best telling from the book to the screen with those computer graphics. But this one holds yep. a special place in my heart because it creeped me the hell out as a kid. It still creeps me out as a grown-up. A great story. I actually can't wait to see the movie about Charles Dickens writing that story that's coming out or has already come out. But yeah, Christmas Carol, 1951, Mountain Man. Yes, sir. Did you give us your four? My number four... Uh, this one's going redneck as hell. This actor no. portrayed. Oh yes, oh yes. This actor, uh, me growing up, uh, done how many movie segments of different shit? S- saves Christmas. Uh, uh, saves Halloween. Uh, all sorts of different damn movies. But this one, me growing up, first time ever seeing a comedian. Actually, act stupid as hell, 
but be as funny as it was, was just a fantastic concept this actor had and was able to pull off on every one of his movies. But I'm going to have to go with Ernest Saves Christmas. <laughs> really? Top five? Top five, yes, sir. Me, That's me, uh, one of my movies. That, let me tell you a little history I, on uh, Jim Vardy, if you don't mind. Sure, please. I remember visiting the farm down in uh, just outside of Appomattox, Virginia, this little town called Pamplin City. Stay with my mom and papa. And um, that was back, you didn't have cable, you had an antenna, and you would have to flip the dial, and the antenna would rotate to grab those other stations. He had a monster antenna up on top of his house. Right. Jim Vardy was doing the, uh, know what I mean, Bird, playing yep. Ernest P. Worrell for a local television channel out of Roanoke, Virginia, before he struck a big. He was doing commercials for their local TV. Yep. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so I, I remember seeing him then. You know, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I like the Ernest movies. They're ridiculous, but I like them. I used to watch on Saturday mornings, Hey, Vern, it's Ernest. <laughs> yep. <laughs> is absolutely me growing up watching him. And, I mean, he, was our, he had just made it big, I think, right as I turned maybe uh early years in between four and ten years old right so i mean that's when his movies was coming out like back to back to back every year doing the the crazy little antics that he done oh yeah but my favorite's always going to be goes to camp but i love (laughs) when he just talking to his dog ribshot and after he reads something says look ribshot read this and that damn dog looks like he's reading <laughs> yeah, <it's still> like, <laughs> that shit's awesome. Um, but that that was a movie that me and my dad, me growing up, because my dad was uh, loved comedy movies. My dad could not watch fucking scary movie, so he watched Ernest uh, in Halloween. Oh, I can't scared wait, stupid. Ernest? Yep, scared stupid. Thank you. And that was the only Halloween movie my father would ever watch with me. But every Christmas. He got the VHS tape, and I still have it here, and yes, I still have a VCR, if anybody don't know what a VCR is. As I explained last week what a cassette tape was, this is a little bit bigger square thing that you put in, and it's got the little film on the inside, and that's what we used to watch before DVD. Yes, yes. (laughs) I I like that silly movie. I I, I cannot lie. I'm always going to have a soft spot for Jim Vardy playing um, Ernest P. Worrell. Um, the, the guy was hilarious, taken way too soon. Great, great choice. Yep. That's, that's a movie as I, as I grow older with DJ, I'm going to do like my dad done with me. That's going to be a Christmas movie we're going to watch every year. As long as he wants to, I'm not going to, you know, enforce it on him. But oh, hell no. I forced the to watch my favorite Christmas movie. We'll get to that at number one. I'm like, come here. <laughs> you're watching this. I don't like that one. I don't care. <laughs> number three See? on our uh top five list all-time favorite christmas films i believe it's on me i believe you're right and this is harkening yeah. back to uh 1947 this is about a man who calls himself chris kringle gets himself a job as the macy's santa claus but actually is santa claus 
Throughout this entire movie, there's a whole court case trying to prove that he's not Santa Claus. It's a great film. It's been remade a couple times. The original is still the best. And I'm talking about the classic, wonderful miracle on 34th Street. Won't you just go ahead and say it so I don't have to say another word? Because that's also my number three, by God. Nice, nice. So we're on the same page. Look, see? Yes, sir. Great minds think alike. Then what the fuck does that make sense? Makes me a dumbass who's just sitting here listening to these movies that were made before my dad was born. If you can't appreciate the classics, I'm so sorry. You just don't know what you're missing. <laughs> my my classics consists of watching mainly sports, man. Like I said, I I'm I'm not I'm yeah literally no. I'll keep my P's and Q's to myself. So continue. Well, it's uh Mountain Man had to save number three, so it's on your three, buddy. My my three actually uh would probably have to be the nice animation and great mind of Tim Burton with A Nightmare Before Christmas would be my number three. I simply love those animated cartoons from Tim Burton and this, his twisted mind of like how he just can take a cartoon and kind of just make it try to look scary but yet entertaining for children and stuff and i just simply love that movie i would say it's my number three and that that one i, I want to say was the sequel to the sequel of the prequel to the corpse bride so uh, yeah. i don't know anything about that because i'm not a huge tim burton fan he's too fucking out there um <laughs> I will say that I do like A Nightmare Before Christmas, and that's one of those fun movies, and I'll tell you why. Because you can have that eternal debate, well, is it a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie? The correct answer is both. <laughs> yep. You can watch it, it for, for both seasons. Um, am I a nut job over it? Oh, my God, I've got it. No, no. But I do appreciate that stop motion, uh, uh, you know, that stop motion an animation that they did. You know, move the little pieces just a bit, and then you know, take the picture and take the picture. That was, that's one of the last great pieces of animation because everything else is computer animated. So they're right. using actual models. You know, and you have to move the model a little bit, take the next frame, move it, take the frame, move it, take the frame. I love stuff like that. That's what I miss about, you know, 60s and 70s uh, Christmas specials, and we will get into that in a later episode. I think that's a great choice, Sid. That's actually my favorite choice you've made so far. That's that, that's a good film. Yes, yeah, very good. All righty. So we're on number two, Mountain Man. Oh, God, you're starting with me again? Okay. No, I started with uh, me, but I picked yours, so. Oh, well, that is right. Never mind. All righty, let me look here on my little list. You know what, here, let, let me help you out. It's time to play some music. Let's play a couple songs. Um, Sin's bah humbugging and pissing me off, so let's let's go with Sin and let's get some good music in here. <laughs> Here's Lit Biscuit's crush only on the plug with Bushy Sin and the Mountain Man.
All right, he forgot where I said let's play some good music. So, about man. <laughs> <laughs> well, considering he went Limp Biscuit, I'm going to teetotal another route. The old classic song, everybody uh, will probably be like, holy shit, the Mountain Man knows classic, uh, kind of classical music uh, to a point. Yes, I do. Uh, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Everywhere you go Take a look in the five and ten Listening once again With candy canes and silver lanes aglow It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Toys in every store but the prettiest sight to see is the holly that will be on your own front door. A pair of hopper-long boots and a pistol that shoots is the wish of Barney and Ben. Dolls that will talk and will go for a walk is the hope of Janice and Jen. And Mom and Dad can hardly wait for school to start again. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Everywhere you go There's a tree in the Grand Hotel One in the park as well The sturdy kind that doesn't mind the snow It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Soon the bells will start And the thing that'll make them ring Is the carol that you sing Right within your heart It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas toys in every store, but the prettiest sight to see is the holly that will be on your own front door. Sure, it's Christmas. Love it. Love it. You know what? See, that's what I'm talking about. That's my brother. Here we go. Elvis Presley, Blue Christmas. Blue Christmas without you. I'll be so blue. Shuns of red on a green Christmas tree. 
won't be the same, dear, if you're not here with me. And when the blue snowflakes start falling, that's when those blue memories start. make you find this and put it on here anyway uh porky pig singing blue christmas oh fuck me oh you know what you're a douche here you go I've heard it before. Well. 
All right, so Mountain Man hit us with ridiculousness. I've, I've gone from I've gone from lip biscuit to porky fucking pig. What kind of show am I on? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! So now one one of those days. Yeah, it's uh, oh, Mountain Man was having a hard time. He was uh, 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 stumbling to get his number two. So Mountain Man number two. My number two, very good actor, Mr. Tim Allen. A uh, lot, of, lot of decent Christmas movies. You dirty cocksucker. No, you're not. Yes, I am, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> done, I think, uh, three movies, I think, on this one. Uh, yes, sir. For the concept. Uh, my favorite one has to be the first one, yes, sir. most definitely. With his son and uh, him trying to figure out everything with his life. But I'm going to have to run with Tim Allen in the Santa Claus. God damn it. That's that's funny because that is also my number two. Um, <laughs> and I tell you what, I love everything about that film. I love when he's walking down the street and he's saying, you know, the name. Nice. Naughty. And he goes, Veronica. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> in your, in dreams, your dreams, old man. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's that's a great film. I love Judge Reinhold with his whole weedy whistle thing, and there's no such thing as Santa. Everything about that movie is amazing. I I absolutely love it. The makeup they did, the makeup work they did on that film to make Tim Allen look like Santa Claus, brilliant. They could have done without the other two. And if not the other two, it's definitely the one where they had the, like, fake toy Santa guy out there. They could have done without that. Right. But good, good movie. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Excellent choice. You took my number two. <laughs> he took my number two. I'm trying to be juvenile. <laughs> he he, he, he reached four, into... So. He, he reached into the total bowl and dug deep in there to get that number two out of there. Uh, I wasn't so. trying to be quite that juvenile. All right, Sid. My number two actually was one of those movies that were created back in the 80s, which spawned off, I want to say, four other sequels after it. Again, another non-Christmas movie yet shot in Christmas. I am talking about the best action thriller versus Lethal Weapon. I'm talking Die Hard with Bruce Willis, the original Die Hard. The one with the guy from Family Matters playing the cop in there, which is kind of crazy because he plays the cop in Family Matters as well. But nonetheless, a great, great little movie about some terrorism going down in the L.A. high-rise Hans building. Gruber. All at a, Yeah. All under a Christmas party, mind you. So yes. that... that by far is one of if not that and Die Hard Vengeance were my three my two favorite I should say because Die Hard Vengeance was actually shot in New York on Wall Street and Die Hard just the creation of that movie at the time was just something totally different so it's funny I liked uh, it. at the time I had a hard time believing it because I only knew Bruce Willis uh, from television with Civil Shepherd doing that stupid romance comedy show uh moonlighting right. um so the first time i watched it i didn't buy it you know I, I didn't even buy into the concept the the second time i realized bruce willis is going to be an action hero and i have to say while it didn't make my list 
That's a great movie. Yippee ki yay, motherfucker. Exactly. Right. Right. And then, and then it, it's crazy because you see, I picked. Notice, I picked Die Hard and then Die Hard with a Vengeance. If you look at, there was Die Hard Two, which was kind of like the sequel after Die Hard. No, it, but it, technically, it exactly to me, was the sequel. But here's the thing: to me, it took two movies to make Die Hard the sequel because Die Hard with a Vengeance actually had Gruber's brother in that one and that's what spawned off the whole the 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 spawned off with a vengeance basically uh titled for the movie basically sure sure. so i liked it so yeah i I, I don't disagree i do like all the diehards um when you talk about lethal weapon i like all of them even though lethal weapon not a christmas movie takes place at christmas time um right good good choice man i am a fan of diehard uh mountain man diehard yes no Mm, Yens are going to give me hell, but I watched about 10 minutes into it and changed the channel. All right, okay, look, motherfucker. I've never... He needs to be, he needs to be slap slapped. (laughs) It's a great movie, Go ahead, Bob, man. I I never finished watching it. I I was kind of like you. I was never much for Bruce Willis. I'm more of a Lethal Weapon fan. Mel Gibson and uh, his partner fighting back and forth. And you shot me. You shot me in the ass. Yeah, I prefer Lethal Weapon tenfold over Die Hard. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. If Sin has to go and give the Grinch a chance, sober, dickhead, it's got to be sober, then Mountain Man needs to give the original Die Hard a chance. If I can find that it on Showbox, I'll make that a bet, too. Yeah, I'll, I'll get into it my next day off Not bad, you when mean? I'm having trouble sleep. Not bad. Yes, sir. I'm for sure in. I'll definitely be more than happy to give it a shot, but CN's going to have to show me proof. I, if I can get it on Showbox, I'll watch it. I'm not going to go pay 99 cents at a fucking 99 cent store to pull up a fucking holiday movie. Like, are you serious? I can get this shit illegally for free on my goddamn phone, dude. Motherfucker, I'll send you the damn DVD. <laughs> <laughs> Blu-ray, bitch. I don't do DVDs hey, no more, you got dude. Netflix? <laughs> I don't it's need Netflix, Netflix, dude. I, I have it on Showbox, dude. I get any movie I want on okay, Showbox. I say it, it is on Netflix right now. Yeah, it is. All right. Dude, I don't pay for anything. Number one. Number one? Really? Can I go? Yeah, it's your turn. Good. Because I'm going to keep my little bah humbug theme. I, I'm hating this. You're going to get fired for the next You're going to be uninvited for the next five episodes. Here's my theme. Like, I was telling Mountain Man how he has the little skitter pal meow meow. I'm going to go with the bah humbug ho 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 for the next month. That will be my little thing since you guys are all Christmas cheery. I'll play Scrooge. Which reminds me, by the way, since we're talking about Scrooge. We've had Scrooge from... Mickey's Christmas Carol. We also had Scrooge from, let's see, the McDuck. You know what was that? Um, Ducktales. Yeah. Well, Scrooge but, no, McDuck the, was the, a character well before Ducktales, but yeah. Exactly. But my my movie is called Scrooge, and I'm talking, of course, about the one that fucking flopped from one of my favorite actors in the 1980s. Bill Murray. He, yes, Bill Murray's Scrooge absolutely killer fucking comedy movie right there. Wait, wait, wait. 
May I ask, or do you mean it flopped? That movie's big down here. It flopped. It literally flopped in the theater to where there was no sequel. There was a planned sequel. Never came out or whatever. Bill Murray didn't get what he was asking for money-wise. As you can see after that movie, his criteria on movies kind of went downhill as they were going uphill when that movie came out. Are you crazy? Um, Stripes. Dude, Stripes came after Scrooge. Scrooge came after Ghost, both Ghostbusters. Yeah, but the second That's Ghostbusters what I'm saying. His, if you go to, if you go exactly. to talk about Ghostbusters, he was already, already on a downward slope then. That second Ghostbusters was weak. Yeah, it, it, it was weak. I admit, yeah, and even the third but one with the girls Hogs was... Day is amazing. I really never paid attention to Groundhog's Day. What is that chick's name? Andy McDowell. Andy McDowell, I, Bill Murray. Yeah. Great film. I, I, I can't get into that. Scrooge, the re- reason I like Scrooge, um, like I said, it it, it kind of was like they tried to make him look like such a villain in that movie. And like he learned like he was so rude to people, you know, like his work environment, stuff like that. He, of course, had to do the uh, the three. Um, I like to call him sins of being evil on Christmas and how to learn on how to be nice to people and. It basically kept the whole Scrooge theme from the Christmas Carol with Scrooge McDuck is how I learned it. So to to me, it was kind of like, I don't know, when I because I, I want to say I was at least maybe 11, 12 when this movie came out. So I was accustomed to seeing the Christmas, uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol basically as a holiday special as a child. And to see Bill Murray doing somewhat of a take on that movie in a live version I just thought it was phenomenally cool, but like I said, it did. It wasn't received well down south. Hey, it might have struck a good chord, but you gotta look, man. When your movies hit New York, Chicago, L.A., and if they do not last what was an eternity back then, we're talking two months in the theater. Then guess what? Your shit flopped. You didn't make your budget back. Your shit flopped, and unfortunately, that movie. As well as it did down south, was not received very worldwide on the market. But it filmmakers are you can make sixty million dollars on a film, but they call it a flop. Exactly, still a great movie though by Bill Murray, and the whole story, top to bottom, one if not the most favorite. For I at least watched that movie. Kid you not, starting Thursday, which is Thanksgiving. I'll probably watch that movie about maybe ten times before the new year comes around, dude. Like literally, well, that's my favorite movies. Well, you know, on TBS they run a Christmas story for like twenty-four fucking straight hours. Yeah. Uh, down here on our local channel, they do that movie, Bill Murray Scrooge, for like five or six times. Uh, the whole month of December. It, I like the movie. It's a very good one, in my opinion. I, I'm I didn't realize it flopped like that, but uh, yeah, yeah I, I really enjoy that one. That's a good pick. Yeah, that, that's it. Like I said, it is, I, I believe if I forgot when the movie came out, but I just remember seeing it, and it was good, good times, good, good. Uh, like I said, comedy. I remember seeing it in a the theater. To be honest, Jack, she went and paid like I want to say at that time for a actual evening movie not matinee it was probably like 525 when i get them to go pay that in the theaters hell movies nowadays you're paying i think like ten dollars just to see it regularly on a picture 
And then if you go 3D mode, you're paying an extra $3. If you want the 3D XD experience, you're paying like $18. It's like, why the fuck are people paying that much to go see a movie when you know you're going to have like those people just utterly kind of spoiling the movie? You know, like when was the last time you saw a good movie like that? A Christmas movie in the theater? Uh, I actually don't ever go to the movie theater up here, and the main reason why, it's too fucking expensive. Just to watch a movie here, which you have to drive where I live, 30 to 40 minutes just to get to a fucking movie theater. Uh, but um, I, I, I've never really watched Christmas movies in the theater. I've always waited till they've come out on like DVD or the first uh, television premiere. But to actually see a decent movie in a theater has been fucking years for me. Oh, for down here, I go to Star Wars every time they're out. Uh, <laughs> nerd. <laughs> nerd. 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 Oh, yeah. I, uh, I do not miss Star Wars in a theater. I have not missed a Star Wars in the theater since, um, oh, yeah, 1977. Damn. Mountain Man, what's your number one, bro? My number one, uh, <laughs> um, my number one come out with a bunch of movies, and it's an entire family traveling constantly. Famous last name, The Griswolds. Yes! National Lampoon's A Christmas Vacation. <laughs> Great choice. <laughs> I love um, when they blow up the cat. <laughs> Shitter's full. <laughs> oh my God, Chevy Chase. Uh, I'm still a bigger fan of a uh, European vacation, but Christmas vacation is hilarious. I love when he goes off on his Christmas bonus. <laughs> that's that's a great movie. Great movie. Yes, absolutely <laughs> hilarious. Oh God, good stuff. Your number one, brother. Mine. Drum roll. 1983, young boy wants nothing more than this one specific BB gun. He's tried to find a way to get his mother and father to get it for him. He goes oh to visit God. Santa. Ho, ho, ho! <laughs> I absolutely love a Christmas <laughs> story. When it's on TBS, I kind of kept that to myself for those 24 hours that day. My TV does not come off of TBS. And it doesn't matter that I own the son of a bitch on Blu-ray. Because <laughs> I will watch it several times between now and roughly January 6th. I will still have my television set to TBS that day and watch it all day long. And the fun thing is, I always find something to laugh at. I found out that the novelty store I work at sells leg lamp cookie cutters. Bitches, Bushy's making leg lamp fucking Christmas cookies this year. <laughs> oh, my. Wow. Um, be sure when you edit this to let Lady hear this. Lady, I am so sorry for who your father is right now for you to have to endure 24 hours of hell. I am so sorry, honey. <laughs> oh, you're out of your mind. That's the greatest Christmas movie of all time. And I got to say, I don't know why it's on 24 hours every year. It's a cult classic. 
They're redoing it. They're doing a live version December 17th, Christmas Story Live. I'll take yeah. the live version over that one, watching it a hundred times any day. They, they, It's a classic, yes, but Jesus Christ, they run it in the ground every year. No, no, they don't show it enough. <laughs> yeah, they do. Trust me. Hey, guys, wait they for do. me. Yeah, the record, the record, the record. I love that movie. Greatest thing ever made. I don't give a shit. <laughs> That's my absolute favorite Christmas film of all time. Now, um, I did put some honorable mentions down. I don't know if you guys did that, but just real quick. Uh, from one to five, I would have gone Die Hard, Lethal Weapon, The Grinch, Prancer, and uh, Gremlins for uh, Christmas films. <laughs> I forgot Gremlins was my honorable mention, but that's the only on, other honorable mention that I had. Nice. Not bad. You? Uh, Gremlins, uh, Bad Santa, uh, uh, Christmas Wish, and uh, another. what was that? Shit. Son of a bitch, I hate it when I get a fucking brain fart. This happens too many fucking times on this show. Yeah, I, I think that's just called the bout bad. Yeah, shut uh. up. <laughs> <laughs> the damn uh what what the hell was oh, jesus christ it's right there on the tip of my fucking tongue i know uh, the funny part is i'm not going to edit any of this out so they're going to hear you go fuck you <laughs> this is what happens when you forget your helmet on the on the short bus motherfucker you stole my goddamn helmet i'm waiting on it to come back Nope. <laughs> I, I got it hanging on my mantle over here. It's got well, your name written you all over it. You ain't did, you ain't getting your fucking crowns and coloring book back till I get my shit back. <laughs> oh, it's good. All right. Well, it's time to pay the bills. Hey, bangers. Big Bushy here. What are you doing? Every Saturday and Sunday morning, 1 a.m. to 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I tell you what you should be doing. You should be tuning in to DJ Sato and his night shift. That's right. All genres of metal. All requests honored. Only on ThatMetalStation.com. But remember. Whatever you do, don't fall. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I wanna rock. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. You gotta fight for your right. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We've got Bush. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. That's right, bangers. Cold beer, hot women, loud music, and copious amounts of hairspray and spandex. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, the Big Bushy Power Hour is the biggest party on that metal station.com. Hi, this is Mark Olden Taylor from the Freeform Rock Podcast, where we rock and roll all night and party every day. Come check us out on iTunes and Podbean. Thank you very much. All right, yeah. Hey, check out first. Sid's show. That's uh, Sato's Night Shift on uh, Saturday mornings, Sunday mornings. Check out the Power Hour every Sunday night. And, uh, yeah, go check out the Freeform Rock Podcast. Uh 
Mark Taylor, uh, Lee Gerstman has been working with him an awful lot. I don't know if he's an official member yet, but uh, they do some great stuff. Definitely check them out. It has come to that time. Uh, Mountain Man, you got anything to promote? <coughs> Something that was promoted uh, by Mr. Sin City not too long ago this year, Christmas season, Toy for Tots. Uh, definitely go support the Marine Corps Reserve since they started this. If you got just little toys, whatever, or a little bit of money, donate. Definitely uh, shoot it out to there for these kids everywhere that are not able to have as decent of a Christmas as everybody else. Definitely just keep that in mind. And just donate when y'all can for that or whatever organization this holiday season you see fit. Outstanding. Well, my my promotion this week will be the second that Toys and Tots member. You know, you see a truck out there in your local shopping center, whether it be Toys for Tots, clothes for the homeless, or uh, you're going out to your local liquor store and you see, you know, a nice homeless person out there. Man, give them a little something something this year out of the grace of your pockets. Like I said, sometimes these people out there that are in need could be on their last Christmas, man. So... I've always been told the, you know, the higher power does not grant anyone tomorrow. So if you see him out there, man, and you got it, whether it be a dollar, 50 cents, hell, you want to go home, make him a meal or whatever to donate to the homeless, go ahead and do so. You got shirts and clothing that you're getting ready to throw out, man. There are people out in Houston, Florida, Puerto Rico who still need dire need of clothes. And of course, those children who's have single moms or single dads who are struggling to have toys under the tree this year. And we got, you know, go out there, get them a little Barbie doll, a little transformer, a board game, do something nice this year for the holiday season. That's all I got. Brother. Yeah. I'm going to do something nice. I'm going to try to get my daughter something. And I don't give homeless people money. If I, if I think they're alcoholics, but that's just a cynic in me, uh, cooking a meal. I think that's a great idea. And I absolutely support that. Um, I, I'm a dick. I'd give him a job application. Uh. <laughs> but that's the asshole of me. I want to promote Badass Beard Care. Um, it's a veteran-owned company. They do balms, oils, waxes. Uh, they also have beard growth pills. Um, it works, uh, uh, Mountain Man. I see a little bitch beard you have. Uh, <laughs> you, you, might be able to, you might be able to grow some. But no, it's a, just uh, it's a, you're you're just you're just mad because I have Cherokee Indian in me. That's the only fucking reason I can't grow beard. Yeah, Shut yeah, up. I'm mad you have Cherokee. Oh, yeah, that's what I was thinking this morning. <laughs> www.badassbeardcare.com, veteran-owned company. They actually just got offered to sell their product in Spencer's. Um, you know, so good luck for them. Uh, I'll still buy direct. I won't buy from Spencer's, but hey, it is what it is. Um, let's get into some more music before we get out of here. What do you say? Sounds great. All Sounds right. Uh, Sid went first. Mountain Man. Da, 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 da. Let's see. Out of the two I've got right here, screw it. Jingle Bells. Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh, o'er the fields we go, laughing all the way. The bells on bobtail ring, they make a 
That's what that, that uh, at the end of the program uh, where the record scratches. That's what I want you to play at the end of this episode is the raunchy version of Jingle Bells. All right, cocksucker, <laughs> Sid. <laughs> Mines will be off their brand new 2017 release titled Lilith, the Butcher Babies with Headspin. Drink you in. My lungs are hot, begging for more air, but my body. 
lucky I love that bad. <laughs> you knew I had to throw the girls in there. Oh, that shit rocks. They're so hot. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna go a little John Denver and the Muppets when the river meets the sea. the valley all the clouds are taught to fly thus our souls will leave this land most peacefully though our minds be filled with questions in our hearts we'll understand when the river As much as, as much as that album drives me fucking crazy, yeah, it's a beautiful song. What, John Denver and the Muppets of Christmas together? Yes. Bitch, dude, don't make me say we're reviewing that album. Motherfucker, if you say we're reviewing that album, I swear to God we'll review fucking Britney Spears. <laughs> hey, you already bailed on the Cure review. I don't think you have a lot of leg to stand on. Hey, hey, hey. I didn't <laughs> bail, motherfucker. I got called in to work. Oh, man. All right, guys, I think it's uh, time to get out of here. Thanks for the discussion. I love Christmas. I look forward to the next three or four Christmas episodes. I'm like <laughs> a goddamn kid at a candy store. I have rearranged my house because my daughter and I are putting up the tree and trimming the tree tonight. And I also have some Santa Claus to put up. I love Santa Claus. So, Bob, man, final thoughts. Same as always, stay sick. 
take care of one another. Skitter pal meow meow, melt man out. Outstanding said final thoughts. Oh, final thoughts is stay safe and have a happy holiday season, no matter if you're celebrating Hanukkah or the Christmas season. Just stay safe and have a good time, you and your family. This is Sin. I am out. Outstanding, motherfuckers. Bye, Vinyl. We'll see you next week. Hey, this was really fun. We hope you liked it, too. Seems like we've just begun when suddenly we're through. Goodbye, goodbye, good friends, goodbye. Cause now it's time to go. But hey, I say, well that's okay. Cause we'll see you very soon, I know. Very soon, I know. What the fuck is this shit? This is how we say goodbye on the plug. See you next week. Stroke of my, lick of my, suck of my cock. It's the first time for you, so here's what you do. Unzip me and strip me and show me you care. Don't go ripping out my pubic hair. Reach for my, grab for my, pull at my cock You can do it with ease Just get on your knees Start licking and slurping My dick will get firm Soon you'll be tasting sperm Do it right now and don't bite now Drag your tongue across my meat If you give me head There's no need to spread by now you should know a blowjob can't be beat Faster now, deeper now, into your throat The secret is not to choke Take my shaft by its face Stuff the whole thing in your face That's how you suck on my cock You'll have to open more To gasp your last breath Before I shoot my cream Slurp it up, lick it up Don't ever stop Swallow every last drop Now that you eat my meat I'll never have to beat my meat Thanks for stroking mine Thanks for licking mine Thanks for sucking my 